Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wustrak, and I'm here with Albert Ridding IV and his uh, wonderful picture book, Albert the Albatruce, Altitude Equals Attitude. Welcome. Right. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, my name is Oscar Redding IV, and my book is Albert the Albatross, Attitude Equals Altitude. Yeah, see, I butcher everything. See? <laughs> I do that. I am the queen of butchering names, even if I try to say it six or seven different times. So this is a children's book. Where yes. did you get the um, notion to write this one? Well, I think everyone has a book inside of them, um, something that they feel passionate about, but they haven't acted on. And I knew through my life experiences that um, I would connect really well with kids. Um, I'm actually a uh, fifth grade math and science teacher, but prior to that, I was actually um, in logistics with the Fortune 500 company. Um, but I just was always, you know, a kid at heart. And I felt that a lot of the um, just lessons I learned in life through my parents, I could put in a book to help kids that were growing up today that need guidance, that need someone, that need someone to be an inspiration. Um, there are so many kids that need guidance, that need help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Need someone um, in their life. It doesn't have to be a parent. It can be um, a teacher. It could be um, someone on television. I'm sure you and I could, you know, think of someone that we watched growing up that we idolized and wanted to be like mm -hmm. because of their attitude and how – they approached life, and uh, that's really brings me to my book, you know, Albert, you know, because Albert is truly just an epic story about how a large bird soars around the world and observes it in a different way. Albert meets different friends, we interacts with, we get to see what they do, what Albert thinks about it. Color, the colorful illustrations will capture attention, and the unique animals will make your children give one smile while they learn valuable life lessons to live by, such as teaching children about integrity, never giving up when life is difficult, and keeping a positive attitude. Um, and overall, this book delivers a great message about persistency, and this is the story of Albert the Albatron. So will there be more in, are you making a series about Albert, or just having this standalone? That is the, uh, the long-term goal, uh, to have a series of uh, books catered to the brand Albert the Albatross um, to help kids with life-enhancing positive conversations. Mm -hmm. yep. So that is the plan. Well, in your plan, what would be some of those topics that you would discuss? Uh, of, of course, sharing. You know, that's the big thing with kids. You know, <laughs> you know it's mine. Yeah. No, it's mine. No, you know, sharing, sharing, yeah. sharing. Um, not being in a hurry. You ever seen a kid in a hurry to get somewhere, but they're not I going anywhere fast? I have a seventeen-year-old that is autistic. She's like, oh, okay. She is forever seven, so she's always in a hurry on certain things. Never in a mm -hmm. hurry for schoolwork, but mm -hmm. if it's something that she wants to do, she's always in a hurry. Yeah, but 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 she's gonna grow up um, and be an amazing young adult because she has her, you know, mother um, right there with her. And this is what we need. We need 
you need to ensure that we're cultivating an environment for kids to grow and be successful. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why I'm giving a call to action to all parents, grandparents, to take a look at this book. Um, I don't have to try to convince you whether or not this book is going to add value because when you look at the book and you start reading it, it just talks to you and it, it's, it's a language that everyone can understand. And, right. um, that's, that's, that's really some of my, my key points there. I love the children's books when they actually are meaningful and teach something. It's just not, oh, Jack and Jill went up the hill kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. What what are we teaching with Jack and Jill? Well, we're teaching words. Okay, great. We're teaching words. Why not teach a lesson? Correct. Because kids, um, whether or not you know we know it or not, kids are always we're always on the record with kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they look at what we do, not what we say. You know, and I think um, a testament of character is what you do when no one's looking. And sometimes we think that our kids or people that we may have in our family aren't watching us, but they're watching us. They're watching the way we uh, speak to others. Um, they're watching how we lead with integrity. Um, they watch when you get up in the morning, early in the morning, to get them dressed and um, prepare them for their day. They, 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 they're um, very observant of um, accountability. And if you are being an accountable person, because kids know, they know, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to be able to get away with this mm -hmm. because this is the person I know who I'm dealing with. But, um, you know, having um, personal accountability is important to being successful, not only as a leader, but as a representation for other future leaders. Very true. I mean, my daughter, she knows, okay, if I go and ask great-grandma this, I can get this done. If I go ask emo this, she's going to tell me no, and mom's going to go go back out the door and come to me with an actual request. <laughs> yeah, so um, we got to give our, our, our kids, or just kids in general, more credit, because this is one of the most sophisticated generations to touch the earth. They have more access to any... They have more access to things than we had growing up. Um, you know, if something goes wrong with your cell phone, you could probably go to your door and say, hey, can you help me out? Say, okay, one second. Now, it's fixed. Exactly. You know? that, so, that's what we do. It's like, okay, we teach our youngers to be better than us. Because this is what we strive for. We don't teach them to be the same as us because we don't want them to have the hardships that we did. So what happened in the 90s, we got the electronics. Mm -hmm. We got the computers. We got the cell phones that are now smartphones. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to be teaching, not just, here's a phone, go do your thing. Correct, correct. Because that that is... Um it's, it's, it's not like a clear set direction. Um, it, it's unclear. Um, you know, one thing that I want to do and that I do in my book is give specific um, examples on what adequate added behavior looks like mm -hmm. and what is going to help you become successful, not just uh, financially, but because success is just not a monetary thing. Success can be, you know, I'm, I'm married or 
um, you know, I've, having a happy I, life. Having a happy life. It does not mean having ten million dollars in the bank. Mm -hmm. Being happy can be working a job that you created. It could be exactly. being a teacher, being a doctor. It does not mean having that $10 million is what's going to make you happy. We put so much emphasis on monetary that we look past actual self goals and we have become a society of depressed people because we assume since we don't have $10 million in the bank, we're not capable of being happy. And that's, that's far from the truth. Um, you know, success is an inside job. It starts from within. When you look at just some of the greatest things that we've accomplished in America, um, it all started with a dream. And it started with a dreamer. And I just, my intent with this book is to create a manuscript or a manual for kids to live by. So when you're down and out, because life isn't all about, um, you know, just laying out in the shade, there's going to be some turbulence. There's going to be uh, some difficult situations that you have to go through. But as long as um, you're able to keep a positive attitude through tough times, you're going to come out better on the end. For every dark day, there's a bright morning. Exactly. I mean, yes. we're in, we, 2020 has been some very dark days this year. And yes. our kids, when we go back to history books 20 years from now, they're going to be like, how did they survive this? Or, you know, they're going to be so advanced that they're not going to comprehend what's going on today. Correct. Because we, have, we naturally assume that technology is going to continue to advance and that the things, the beliefs that we had 20 years ago may be altered. Mm -hmm. uh, America may not have the same uh, judgments about, you know, a, uh, a, a particular race or, um, you know, things that we, we endured prior. Um, with, I'm hoping that, you know, won't be there. But how do we change that? We change that through our children. Because right. they are the future. Exactly. We invest in our children. We invest in their behavior and, and, and talk to them about their attitude and let them know that I want you to be intentional about your attitude. Mm -hmm. Like, I want you to have, be, have purpose in it. Um, and it's easy to get upset and fly off the handle. Anyone can do that. Mm -hmm. But when you're able to have strength, on, and when you're able to have strength under control, that is... That's positive. Uh -huh. Exactly. We have to start young, and mm -hmm. it starts with education. It doesn't start just education in the classroom. It's education at home. Right. And hate is a emotion that we are taught. It is not a natural emotion we were born with. And this is right. science. But we teach our kids what we want them to do. If we're not teaching them at home, how to be respectable and how to deal with consequences without anger. We have things like what's going on now. Correct. We have things that are going on. What's going on now? Um, we we. It's not a uh, black or white thing. It's a um, 
a battle between, you know, humanity mm-hmm. and it's whose hatred. anger is going to win. Hatred. Yeah, and, and and we can't allow that. We have to come together as a group and um, rebuke hatred because hatred cannot overcome love. We have to have more love for everyone. We have to stop seeing a race before problem. We have to be able to see the problem and help the person that's coming to us get rid of that. Um, you know, we, we, we have to show love to um, you know our counterparts, and and I and I'm and I'm just saying like I'm not saying oh you know oh, let's just be uh, all lovey dovey with one another, but let's take time out to understand you know the other person. Exactly. Uh, this it is takes a, time. Yeah. This is a great lesson for Albert to teach, really. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, you know Albert Albert is here, and like I said, he's soaring the winds and. Uh, He's 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 soaring across he's soaring across and the sun is hitting his wings and mm-hmm. he's looking down and he's looking low and he's uh, dropping gems and knowledge mm-hmm. to our young uh, leaders future mm-hmm. leaders of tomorrow and he wants everyone to be great exactly. and I think that's what this book you know uh, promotes and yeah. I think any grandparent any parent uh, school teacher all ages school teachers. Um, elementary school teachers, even middle school teachers, even high school teachers, if you see there's an attitude problem, should read this book. That's the first thing I did when I got to uh, my school. I said, hello, everyone. Good afternoon. My name is Mr. Redden. I will be your new teacher for the year. Now, this is halfway, the, the year's halfway over, but I came in at the half, yeah. little halfway mark. And I said, uh, I'm going to read my book to you. It's called Albert the Albatross, Attitude Equals Altitude. And their eyes lit up. I mean, they were, they were they were they were wide as the moon. You know, their eyes lit up. So I don't know what that meant. I don't know if they were like, "Oh, I'm excited," or if they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna get him out." My daughter, okay, in her high school, once a week they have reading time. Okay, mm-hmm. and the teacher pulls out a children's book. Now, mm-hmm. as an adult, okay, I'm sending. I joke with my daughter. I'm sending her. To for coloring, because they do a lot of coloring with crayons. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of children's stories. They mm-hmm. do a lot of uh, recess. And this is high school. This is 11th grade high school, okay? Mm-hmm. Traditional school, my daughter, even though she's autistic, is not in a special needs class. So this is traditional high school. But they're pulling out the uh, children's books that teach anti-bullying, Social mm-hmm. interactions, uh, handling crisis, different stories, but they all have a meaning behind it. Correct. Um, you know, and I think that's the beauty behind the picture book industry is, um, yes, a lot of the book has pictures in it, but those pictures have meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, they have value that the kids can um, extract from. And even with kids, you got to be able to get down to their level and, and meet them where they're at and, and create a bond. Then you point them in the right direction. Correct. You know, that's how you have to do it. I mean, you just can't come in and say, listen, naughty, naughty, wrong. You're doing this the wrong way. Let me show you how to do it. That, that, you're starting off wrong. You're already starting off wrong. You're about yeah. to build up, you know, resentment. Mm-hmm. But if you come in and you, and, and like I said, I came in and, 
I introduced myself and I told them what I, I read in my book and gave them suggestions and I was open to what they had to say. And that's how you forge partnerships. You know, we got to give kids more credit than we do. They're very smart. But you think that your child doesn't know, they know. They just haven't told you. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I've been doing a radio show this couple of weeks. I'm doing a 12-person series on the news. Well, one of the things I've covered is you don't go to a leader with a problem. You go with, to a leader with a roadmap to a solution and mm -hmm. then tell them the problem, why this solution is needed. Correct. Um, that is uh, uh, effective leadership uh, because you're going to the leader and this leader may not have the solution themselves. But when they know that you've taken the additional step, you've been intentional, you've been diligent, and you've done your homework, then, you know, you, you get recognized for that um, because not everyone is going to do that. It's easy. It's just like we're talking about attitude. Like if there's a problem, uh, let's just say there, there is an issue um, with the sink, you know, you know, it's easy to, you know, go in the living room or. Go, or wherever you're at, you know, if you're, on a, if you're at, at a, a job and you say, oh, the sink's not working. Well, we can see the sink's not working, but what are we going to do to fix that? Because we need that sink in order to, you know, wash our hands. Right. You know, um, but, you know, an example would be, well, I noticed that um, one of the levers underneath the sink was loose. So if we go down to um, the hardware store and get this one little device, we can, you know, we can tighten it up. And then the faucet will be back to normal. Mm -hmm. Good job. Go ahead and do it. Exactly. You know, so, 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 so we got to come with, um, we have to come with solutions. And then also, this is the same thing when you're dealing with children. You don't go to them with a problem. Go, no, no, no. You go to them with the solution. If you do it this way and why their way is wrong, then they understand and learn. We're in a generation of why kids, you know, you, you, you tell them, you tell them something um, and they'll say, why? Mm -hmm. Well, why do I have to go to bed? Well, why do I have to wake up in the morning? Why, why, why aren't you letting me listen to the music I want to listen to? Exactly. Why can I stay out late at night like Timmy does? Then you have to provide the solution. And as we start training our kids to um, be around People that are solution oriented and not problem solution, not problem oriented, then then we help them, you know, because that becomes a it becomes a conditional response. Like when you're around somebody that's always finding a problem with something, it just becomes negative. So it's it becomes negative, and then you know you don't want to be around that person. And I'm just hoping that kids or parents that are listening to this. Say, well, you know what? That does make sense. You know, um, I would want my child to be around somebody that's, uh, you know, uh, solution oriented mm -hmm. versus problem oriented because they're always going to have a negative mindset and that, cl that clutters your judgment. Exactly. It's, yeah. So much goes on these days. It's, what is your mindset? What are we teaching the kids? Because our mindset goes to our children's mindsets. 
If you have a positive mindset, then you're teaching your child a positive mindset. So they're looking for the positive solutions. They're looking to be a leader. They're not looking to be a follower. That's exactly what we want to instill in our kids, the instinct of being a leader. And um, you may not have the solution to the problem at that point, but by keeping an optimistic view on, on it, you know, you will find the solution or somebody will help you find the solution. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I want to keep nailing home, that your attitude matters. The way you perceive the world positively or negatively is a difference maker. And the attitude you choose to have will impact your future. Exactly. Yeah. We, we keep saying this for our children. Work for the goal that you want, not that the life that you have. Because yeah. if you're not satisfied in the life that you have, what, how can you meet the goal that you want? Yeah, um, and I'll say this again about a positive attitude. A positive attitude is more important than any skill set you can learn. A positive attitude maximizes the talent you possess and makes up for the ones you do not. Then through persistency and consistency, you can achieve anything you want in the world. I, I, that's why I believe positivity is the catalyst to achieving uh, altitude and attitude. Exactly. Now don't, don't, don't worry about what you don't have. Focus on what you do and then make the most of it. Exactly. Are you going to go to, okay, I have friends and I do this. They sit on the couch, they complain, they drink, they smoke, and they complain about their lives. While they have kids that are very young, four or five years old, they're watching their parents sit here on the couch, complain, yell at the TV. They're doing nothing to help themselves. So the child's learning, well, it's okay to not do anything and complain about what you have. Then I have friends that have been homeless that are now Fortune 500 companies because they're like, no, I want a better life. Great. Um, so you had two unique illustrations there. You had, um, you had one person that made excuses, uh, made excuses about life and how nothing's going to get better. And then in, and in doing that, they put themselves on the recorder because I'm sure you remember my, uh, you know, my uh, talk about the recorder and how kids are always watching. So that kid that was watching their parent complain, press the record button and start listening in. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do when things get hard. I'm supposed to complain. And then eventually things will will change. You got to take responsibility for yourself. And by doing that, you set an example for, you know, your kids. Mm -hmm. Now, this other example you pointed out about someone that was homeless and now they're working for a Fortune 500. They company. own a Fortune 500. Okay, or, I'm sorry, they own it. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's that, yep, that is my mistake um, there. Um, but yeah. they own the Fortune 500 company. Well, how did that happen? Did someone just come along and, and uh, give them the secret ingredients to life. No, they change their attitude mm -hmm. so they can change their altitude. And then they probably set an example for someone in their family to look up to. Um, and in the change your attitude, it doesn't cost you any money. No, it doesn't. It doesn't it, you know, it's just effort. And it's just the way you look at life, your outlook. Mm 
and I I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep doubling down that you know it's easier to start off young than to be you know uh, older and then have to learn this lesson. Exactly. We myself, I didn't start changing my mindset until a few years ago because I was in the mindset I can only do this. Well, who was telling me this? People yeah. around me. So you have people around you tell you, keep you down, and that is a vacuum. When you no longer listen to the negative people around you, then you're able to change your mindset, and then mm -hmm. you're able to be that role model for your child. Exactly. And I, and I, and I uh, strongly believe that the people that we associate ourselves around are a, a, a subconscious feeling about how we view the world. Um, I say this, the company you keep is what you read. You keep mm -hmm. yourself around um, positive-minded people, you're going to get positive results. You're gonna most likely to get solutions. You surround yourself around people that are always negative and telling you why they can't do something. Um, you know, eventually, you're going to end up like that. You're going to end up like that. So um, my suggestion is that for kids, I mean, this starts off at basic level. You know, if, uh, you know, you're surrounding yourself around people of that caliber, um, I would suggest that you remove yourself from that group mm -hmm. because what's going on in their life is going to spill on to you. We don't want to become these emotional dump trucks. No. I'll give you an um, uh, uh, analogy, you know, like, Typically, a dump truck, it, it picks, you know, it picks up stuff. It carries stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And imagine how, as humans, we carry, we, we carry frustrations. Some, some, some humans carry hate. Um, some humans, you know, carry uh, a lot of anger and other things that are impacting their life. But eventually, that dump truck has to do what? That dump truck has to unload everything that's inside of it. And... You know, we just hope that that dump truck doesn't unload on someone else. But imagine what has to happen. Anything that's filled up inside of a dump truck has to be released somewhere. And you don't want to drive around or be on this earth unleashing or dumping your baggage on someone else. More, more than anything, you want to uh, uplift other people um, despite, you know, your circumstances. Um, because that's what's going to cultivate a society of progressive people and people that are looking to do things and better themselves in life. And then set the example for the next person that's coming up behind you. Like I said, you're on a recorder. If you're a parent or if, if, if you're an uncle, you know, yeah, really everybody's on a recorder. Everybody's being, being recorded in some way through the lens of a child's eyes. And we're, and we're setting an example. But my only hope is that uh, we model the way correctly. Yeah. And that's what Albert Albatross does. And um, it creates a manuscript for kids to follow. Well, we are almost out of time. And it's been a pleasure talking to you. But where can our readers find you? Well, you can find me um, on Amazon. My book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Um, if you want to chat up with me and because you know I, I, I definitely love 
uh, my fans. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Albert the Albatross, Instagram, Albert underscore the underscore Albatross, or uh, Twitter, Albert the Albatross. And I also have an author's page on Amazon as well, too. So it's Amazon.com backslash author backslash Oscar Redden Ivy. And um, you can check me out there. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I think we covered a lot of things and maybe gave you a roadmap for more books to come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, look forward to it. Uh, this won't be the only book. There'll be plenty more. And I look forward to coming back again and talking some more because uh, always, one, always welcome. Yeah. So I do love to have authors on here a couple of times with new books because I love keeping the readers updated on what the author's doing. Yeah. And I also tell you this too, um, you know, kids, I know, I mean, the, the kids may not be listening, but the parents, um, you have a unique opportunity to, uh, you know, set the example and the parents that are out there doing that. Congratulations. Keep doing it. But, all of us have to band in together to uh, help our kids grow. Kids, they're like plants, right? You know, plants, they need sun. They need the right environment. They need to be watered. They have to be, uh, you know, pruned and cut. Um, as far as, like, with con constructive criticism, accountability. But it's through our investment that we're able to promise a better America for our kids tomorrow. And I just thank you guys for listening to me. And like I said, you guys can check me out at those social media handles and, you know, look forward to more good work from me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Oscar. And for everyone out there, happy reading. <laughs>